Welcome everybody today to Men at Work. We're doing the deal, the AA reading. Let's go ahead and get this meeting started with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. All right, let's set aside prayer. God, I set aside everything I think I know about you, this program, and my fellow man for a fresh new idea in you, my fellow man, and these 12 steps to be of better service. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and start. We're going to start today with page 552, and we'll see if we can go a little backwards, okay? 552. I'll go ahead and start it off. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for that person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask and pray for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their help, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you, you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. <laughs> Pass. It will work for me then, it will work for me many times since then. Uh, it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Because I have, because I have asked for that willingness, but it too always comes. And another great man said, I mean, because it works for me, it'll work for all of us. As another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it. This great experience has release me from the bondage of hatred and replace it with love. It is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. And I I know what everything I need, I get alcoholic phenomenon. Everything I need, I get. And when I get what I need, I barely find it. It's just what I wanted all the time. Amen. That's incredible. It's amazing, amazing literature we have. Okay, page 420, please. We're going backwards in our normal drink drinking. <laughs> our normal reading, we're going backwards. Page 420, perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportion, proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of people and max are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Pass. 
Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never sit around doing nothing while waiting him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do what's ever in front of me that needs to be done. I think the result's up to him. However, it turns out that's God's will for me. I must keep my magnifying mind off my expectations and I mean, on my expectations and off my. I must keep my magnifying mind off my on my acceptance and off my expectations. For my serenity is directly proportional to the level of acceptance. When I remember this, I see I've had and ever had so good. Thank God for AA. Thank God for AA. Let's go to page. 419. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had the lenses and my glasses backwards. The courage to change in the serenity prayer meant not that I should change my marriage, but rather that I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can again focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow. I can do the same with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on its defects, late starts, long drunk logs, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting, rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it, rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 418, please. Acceptance. Simply has been the answer to my marital problems today. Through, it is through AA, have given me a new pair of glasses. Ashley and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, she was just a shy, smiling adolescent who was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like charm, beauty, I mean, beauty, charm, gaiety, and gift for easy being the top two. That's it, a sense of humor and many other fine qualities. If is rather than I had a minus touch, which turns everything to gold, a magnified mind, which magnifies what through. Let's see, oh God, magnified mind, which whatever I focus on. Over the years, and I. Three years as I thought about Max's good qualities grew and grew, we married him, and all these good qualities made him made more apparent to me. And we were happier and happier. <clears throat> Are we going? Yes, sir. But then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see their defects. The more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I put out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was a nothing, she reduced a little bit more to nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Amen. Page 417, please. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. Shakespeare said... All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. 
He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation, and I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just like I did. AA and acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us, that we are all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. For years, I was sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I am better off if I don't give advice, don't figure I know what's best, and just accept life on life's terms. As it is today, especially my own life, as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intentions, while the world was judging me by my actions. 416, please. The human great deal become convinced that alcohol was a disease that a moral issue. I had been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of this compulsion at the time. And sobriety was not a matter of willpower, though. People of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. But I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a sense of security in the familiar. At last, accepted it pointed out to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, taping up alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it's true. Out of all people, strange as it may seem, even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts, and it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem, began living in the answer, the problem went away from that moment on. I've got not one single bullshit to drink. Amen. Page 88, please. 88? Yeah. We usually conclude the period of meditation, of prayer, that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination, which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members or religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers, which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggesting about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. Pa- pass. What page are we on? Uh, we're we're uh, 87, actually, as we go through the day. The bottom of 87. As we go through the day, we pause with agitate or drop, but we ask for the right thought or action. We come and remind ourselves we're no longer running the show. We, uh, we humbly ask ourselves each time each day that will be done. We're much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity. Those decisions we become more efficient. We do not tire so easily. We're not burning up energy. Fully as we did when we were trying to arrange a line to suit ourselves. 
It works. It really does. Amen. Page 86. On awakening, 86. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought or a decision. We relax, take it easy, we don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still in experience and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption and all sorts of observed actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. Page uh, 76, please. 76? Uh-huh. When ready. When ready, we say something like this, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray for now for those, I, I pray that you now remove me from every single defect of character which shadows my waste and my usefulness to you and my hopes. Grab me the strength as I go out there and do your bidding. Amen. We have now completed step seven. Amen. Page 63, please. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things follow. We had a new employer. Being all-powerful, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou, as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before take, making this, taking this step, making sure we were ready that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. Amen. Let's go to, let's go to page 100, please. 100. Mm-hmm. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in a path of spiritual progress. If you persist, we remarkable things will happen. When we look back and we realize there are things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were much better than anything we could ever plan. All of it is of a higher power and you will presently live in a new wonderful world with no matter what your present circumstances. Okay, page uh, 
As the promises. If you're thinking about this phase of our development, we will be amazing. We're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not shut. We will not regret the past nor shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word uh, serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will. We will see how our experiences can benefit others, and the feeling of usefulness and of, and self pity will disappear. We will lose interest in our selfish ends and gain interest in our fellows. Self pity will slip away. Our whole attitude toward and outlook toward, upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us, and we will intuitively know how to handle situations with ease about us. We will clearly realize. Others do it for us, but we cannot do it for ourselves. Are these instructions and promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Work, work, work. Amen. Page twenty-five. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and fertility of life as we had been living it. When, therefore, we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we have not even dreamed. Pass. The great path is just this nevertheless that we have had deep perspective spiritual experiences which revolutionize our whole attitude towards life, towards fellows, towards, towards our God's universe. The essential factor of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is deep miraculous. He has commenced and accomplished those things for which we could never do for, by ourselves. You seriously all of all of we were you believe that there's no middle of the road solution, that we were in a position where life is becoming impossible, and if we had to pass through a region of which there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One to go up to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of the intolerable situation the best we could, and the other is to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and willing to make the effort. Amen. Page sixty-two. This is the how and the why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his agents. He is the father. We are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant art through which we pass through freedom. Page 85, please. 85. Uh, 85, 85. It's easy to live for a spiritual program of action at rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do for all problems of subtle foe. We're not cured of all problems. What we really have is a daily reprieve for the cognition of the maintenance of a spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry out that vision of God's will into our activities. How may I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These thoughts must go with us constantly. If we exercise the willpower along the line, all we wish is a proper use of the will. 
Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. All of his into us. And to some extent, we've become God conscious. We have begun and developed a bio success, but, must, but we must go further, and that means more action. Amen. Page 43. <clears throat> 43. Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink. Except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. <clears throat> the end. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wonderful words of life. Thank you, everyone, for coming in here today. Let's go ahead and close with the Our Father. And you guys have a great weekend. Um, we'll, be, we'll be back on Monday because uh, tomorrow <clears throat> is pancake day. So I'll be busy making pancakes. Not really, but we're going to make a little bit because someone, someone said they would bring it, but we don't. It's going to rain, so probably. Anyway, God bless. Let's go ahead. Our Father. Thank you, Rick, for coming on here. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Well, come on in. I think I'll be available. Okay. See you there. Bye-bye. There's no rest for the best. Love you guys. God bless you. Give them heaven.